Hello guys, welcome back to the Girl with Chloe podcast. Today I'm going to talk about who are we without social media. To be honest, I was just journaling this morning. I've just literally had my breakfast, I'm drinking coffee right now. And it just came up because it's something I've been thinking about recently. Honestly, it's a valid question, like who who am I? Who are we without social media? So a little quick recap slash whatever's going on. My last podcast was recorded like early so since then I've gone to Singapore it was amazing it was so humid but it was it felt really nice to be in a warm country again it really just lifts your mood like even if you're sweating your tits off and you're so hot and humid it's just like your mood is better than when you're like freezing in winter it's always dark whether that's the science behind it or just a placebo effect I'm not sure but I definitely started feeling better crazy rich Asians vibe (laughs) I watched that movie on the plane like before I landed in Singapore and then since then I've just been seeing friends and then staying with my dad slash moving my stuff in for a bit because I'm going to be living with my parent for a bit and then now I'm back in my hometown for about a week to see my mom and my dog and just try and adjust as best as I can because it is it has been a bit difficult um I didn't realize it would feel this weird being back over here but it certainly does so I'm trying my best to just not be so hard on myself but it's really yeah it's really difficult because I just want to like jump straight back into life. Another thing I just want to touch on I know I just started season two this is literally episode three but I'm thinking of changing the podcast name so if you see a name change or whatever like it's okay just it's still me. (laughs) It'll probably be the exact same layout of like my photo art at the moment it's just I'm thinking of changing it to more like group inclusive name versus you know growth clothes very much so centered on me as the host and I'm thinking of just making it more you know applicable to everyone so that may happen that may not happen but yeah just so you know who am I without social media um I've honestly been thinking about this a lot I have posted pretty much daily for a few months on my social media account um Chloe Marlene and I've had that account since like early 2023 and I've been consistently like posting whether that's every few days or whatever since then and consistently thinking about content filming videos you know trying to yeah just like thinking in that sphere in somewhat for probably yeah like a year now and I've come back to Australia just from being in London for like seven months and traveling and I've literally got nothing in me to post anymore, whether that's burnout, a culmination of factors, but I've been thinking these past few days of having a break, like a solid break from it and just, you know, deleting it for a few months, you know, still doing the podcast, still doing the book club. Oh, I forgot to mention the book club. I'll mention that at the end. (laughs) Still wanting to show up on these platforms, but I've just been feeling really tired by, you know, quick form content of social media like Instagram, TikTok, the content that we all consume daily for so long I'm feeling really burdened down with it and it had me thinking like who we spend like probably two hours a day on social media and we kind of do it almost subconsciously or unconsciously and I don't think we realize how much it affects us like I think we know we know on a we do know on a conscious level that hey we're consuming this content, it's bound to affect us, but I don't think we really think about it. It's so, technology and social media is so smart and the algorithm knows what we want that I just sometimes think that we don't even notice its impact. Yeah, this morning I was like, who am I actually without without social media? 
what parts of me and what interests I pick up and hobbies I do and thoughts I have, which ones are my own and which ones are being informed by the social media I'm digesting every single day because I think since really getting into social media, spending quite a lot of time on it, I think a lot of my ideas and what I'm doing and what I think I should be doing is starting to be based on social media and I think social media is really dictating what I think I should be doing with my life and how to go about it and that's something you know I want to step back from be more concrete in me and probably have better boundaries with social media but also just have a break and just see how I am without it our society and us as young you know, 21, 20, 19, 18 year olds, everyone uses social media and it's definitely younger than that nowadays. I feel like kids are addicted to it like 12 and up, but you feel like if you delete an app like TikTok, for example, like you're almost out of out of the loop in a way. And I definitely felt that because I deleted TikTok for like two years during university because I was too addicted and I was literally out of the loop on so many like cultural references just because I wasn't up to date with it on TikTok. And recently, like I think the past six months, I downloaded again because I was going to start posting on there and that. You know, it's actually quite good because I've had that large chunk of break. I'm still not actually addicted to TikTok yet, but I do find that sometimes I'll get on there and it sucks you in for so many hours at a time. You don't even realize it's it's actually quite scary. But it's like if you don't have this app or whatever, there's almost like a gap between you and your peers in a way. And sometimes it's hard to want to let go of that. I've also deleted Snapchat a few times on and off over the years but once again it's like you're creating this gap with your friends and whatever if that's their main source of communication so you know you want to stay in touch with your friends your loved ones it makes sense and so you re-download it to stay in touch with them you're kind of left in this loop of being sucked in and not being satisfied and potentially damaging your mental health but then also wanting to keep it to connect with others and all the positives in order to have a good relationship with social media and as I said you know like still have your own opinions still not let it dictate your life you really need to be mindful and intentional with it and I think I'm at a point right now where I'm not that intentional mindful of it I consume it first thing in the morning I used to be quite good at not you know looking at my phone for a few hours in the first thing in the morning past six months first thing I consume social media and it's not good like it it isn't making me feel great And I definitely need to work on that balance, that boundary with it in order to use it in a helpful way. I was born in 2002, so 22 this year. Holy shit, guys. Um, That's a bit bit alarming. So with the 2002 generation, Gen Z, in my lived experience, I remember having like VCRs and DVDs my young age. I remember watching a lot of TV, like proper TV, you know, like free-to-air TV. You remember the DSs and the Wii's and the Playstations. And I think I got my first like prepaid, prepaid shitty phone when I was 12, but it was only used for SMSs for like pickups and drop-offs of school. And at 13, I was allowed social media and I think I got like an iPhone 4S. It's just so rapidly jumped since then when you think about it. Like when I was in grade eight, what year was that? 20... 2015 to now 2024 yes it is a fair chunk of time it's like nine years but the way that technology and social media has jumped is insane like I remember posting like the shittiest Instagram pictures in you know grade eight and 
there was no stories. Snapchat was quite new then. YouTube was like just this really fun video place where you'd watch like those back to school vlogs and like the Dolan twins and like stuff like that. And, you know, TikTok didn't really exist. I think it might have been musically then or it might not have been. And it was just kind of this harm, harmless, chill app. And the way that it's progressed to now where literally most people have over three social media apps on their phone and use it regularly. It's just, it's crazy. Um, but I think, I don't know if I'm the only one thinking this, but I'm quite grateful to be in my generation because I don't know, we're not like the, we're not millennials. So we kind of had this balance where we did grow up at a young age. Yes. With TV and like DVDs and stuff, but we didn't really touch social media till like early teens and the social media that we interacted with as an early teen was quite harmless. I would say like, yes, there was still, you know, awful things happening on social media like you'd have your cases of cyberbullying and stuff but it was just not this I don't know it just wasn't this content that was just pumped out all the time you know I feel like there was a limit to how much time you spent on social media back then because honestly it just got boring after a while like there wasn't this algorithm that knew everything you wanted and would hook you on for hours it was just a bit more harmless so I am grateful that you know I grew up in that generation where I've got a mix of both like technology and social media has so many has so many pros and I'm glad you know I kind of I don't know I got to grow up and have the innocence and playfulness as a child without the full-on social media epidemic that's probably a really strong wrong word to use but like before it became so consuming when I have started consuming it you know I've been a bit older and being a bit more conscious of you know what's real and what's fake so as as a planet as a world 61.4% of the population uses social media in October last year. And the average daily usage is 2 hours and 24 minutes. And this is based on the Global Social Media Statistics Research Summary. And I don't know about you, but I would easily get a minimum of probably three to four hours on my phone to, for me, it's probably a max of six or seven hours on my phone. Unashamedly, I'd say... Most of that usage time is on social media. I do have like app limits of like two hours or whatever for each social media, but I don't know, I just press ignore. It's so easy to just press ignore for today. Get more of that dopamine hit that we're really chasing. So over half the population uses social media and the daily average is two hours and 24 minutes. And I would say arguably for people our age, the daily usage is a lot higher than that. And when you like accumulate that into a year, let's just say for example, your average is four hours a day and 365 days a year. That means you're consuming almost 1500 hours of social media in a year. That's a lot of time to be spent on something that, you know, isn't tangibly real isn't in the present and I'm not trying to do this podcast episode to like shit on social media because I know there are so many pros so many benefits I'll talk more about it in my personal experience but sometimes I just really wonder and that's why I'm recording this right now quite off the bat I might need a break and maybe you do too maybe you don't but maybe it's also just something to ponder what things in your life you're doing right now that are for you and you know if you're living vicariously through social media to maybe just think about that i think another factor in you know our consumption of social media rapidly growing is now a lot of people use it 
you know, as their income, they are content creators. It is their job. And obviously their daily usage is a lot higher than ours. And on the other side of that, you know, there's content creators and then there's consumers. Consumers are the one that watch it, follow them, buy their products, etc. I think now it's harder because I don't know when social media first kind of started, you know, there wasn't content creators. It was just about every normal person just posting their normal little things. And now, you know, there's brand deals, there's like sponsorships, there's, yeah, just so many paid partnerships on social media with content creators and that that a lot of time we're also just consuming content that, you know, they're paid to say and, you know, not all content creators are going to be authentic and they're in it for that bag. (laughs) They're promoting things that might, you know, be damaging to some, some young people. You know, they film those videos and stuff and how you meant to know and how you meant to know if they're telling the truth or not or they're just saying it because they're getting paid 10 grand. So I think this rise in the consumption, it's changed so much at the start. It almost was quite innocent as in like, yeah, we were just sharing our lives and now, you know, a lot of it is to do with people's means of making a living. With this increase in consumption, I feel like we are just being exposed to so many people's opinions in such a small amount of time. Like every day, I'm consuming a lot of people's opinions, what a lot of people are doing. We're just being thrown so much information that, you know, it can be inspiring, but it can also make you feel like shit. If I see someone that did an easy run at six minutes 30, it's per K, I don't, I feel a bit shit. We are just exposed to so many people's lives that we wouldn't normally see. And sometimes I really wonder what it was like to grow up and be in your early 20s, late teens without seeing everyone's lives and just living your own and not constantly having a comparison to another one. So now I want to bash a bit on TikTok which, as I said, I've had a love-hate relationship with. I was addicted at one point, then I deleted it for two years during uni, and now I have got it back, yes, but I'm not fully into it. But I'm thinking of deleting it because when I do consume it, I don't feel too good, as we all probably would know that TikTok is the most popular social media platform. It's more popular than Instagram, and it is really popular in the age group of 12 to 17-year-olds. And 63% of people in this age group use this app on a weekly basis. And as we all know, I feel like it's kind of common knowledge that, you know, 12 to 17 is a very developmental age group. It's where we go through the most changes, probably feel the most peer pressure. Just it's really confusing fucking time for us. And it is shown from the World Health Organization that one in seven adolescents in like that age group struggle with mental health challenges. And at the same time, you know, they're the ones that are most likely to be consuming TikTok's content. If you're in more of a vulnerable, you know, pivotal point in your life where you may be struggling with mental health, and at the same time, you're being exposed to all this TikTok content, which is not always great. It definitely, definitely may not be helping mental health in that age group. It probably is hindering it. A director of a Columbia University clinic for anxiety and related disorders said that, you know, people with social anxiety and depression generally have a tendency to, you know, isolate from the world and, you know, TikTok encourages them to spend more time alone and reduce their real contact with other people and peers. 
And I think that's absolutely true. I think because now we have access to people in your pocket, essentially. And you definitely do feel a bit less alone while you're scrolling on there because, you know, you're seeing so many faces, you're hearing so many voices that I think it can make it easier to just hide away from the world, just engage with social media alone. But it kind of creates a vicious cycle of, you know, you're spending more time on social media alone and in turn you're getting actually more lonely because you're not getting, you know, authentic connection that actually fills you up. I think, you know, body image and self-image and, you know, being anxious about fitting into the crowd or whatnot, which is quite prominent in the age group. TikTok just creates this culture of comparison where you might not even intentionally be comparing yourself to other people or want to compare yourself to other people, but you can't help it because you're literally being exposed to so many people, you know, your age or maybe a bit older, and they might be influencers, they might be athletes, they might be doing who knows what, and you can't help but feel a little bit bad you might want their body you might want their brains I don't know what but I think that can be detrimental if you don't use the app carefully research was done at UCLA at the child OCD anxiety and tick disorders clinic research seemed to confirm that children with complex mental health and you know environmental factors that are very stressful may see temporary increases in emotional symptoms after TikTok. You know, if you're already in a vulnerable vulnerable state, consuming TikTok may exacerbate your symptom. But while I have just been bashing TikTok, I do love sending my friends back and forth stupid dog videos. TikTok also has some great benefits, you know, like because you're being exposed to so many people's opinions, I feel like we are more acceptance and have more knowledge of mental health conditions. You see people online representing like bipolar or schizophrenia or whatever and they're just people like sharing their experience and people who are non-binary and you know might be in transition or whatnot they share their experience online so you get more awareness and you know everyday exposure to all these different people going through all these different things that you wouldn't normally in your day-to-day life or you might not in your day-to-day life. So I think it's really great for bringing up things that you might not be comfortable in your real life and, you know, being educated on that. And I think it's just at the end of the day, it's how you're interacting with it. You know, if you can put your phone down, can stop TikTok, you don't feel like shit after it, like you're probably using it in a great way that's helping you. But, you know, if you're not feeling that great, maybe just take a step back. As I touched on before, I'm 2002 baby and I'm grateful for it. Because I'm kind of genuinely a bit scared for the kids that are being born today and they're growing up with an iPad or a smartphone in their hand. U.S. study by the Pew Research Center did a study on parenting children in the age of screens, which looking at the study, it seems like a lot of parents are a bit apprehensive in technology, but I think they're still kind of giving them that technology because they don't really know what else to do. But more than one third of parents with a child under 12 say their child began interacting with a smartphone before the age of five. That's mind blowing to me that, you know, kids that young are being given a phone or whatnot and can put like child protection lock stuff on it. I'm pretty sure in like limit their web browsers or whatnot but at the end of the day I don't know I feel like because they're given a phone this early it's just I'm honestly a bit scared but also curious in kind of a scientific sense what the effects of this are going to be in 10 years what are these 
you know, smartphone and iPad babies now going to be like when they're 12? I'm really intrigued to see if maybe technology and social media has, you know, enhanced their knowledge, enhanced their awareness of things. But I have a feeling that it's really going to cop their mental health. I remember growing up, I was watching The Wiggles and The Land Before Time and High Five. And these kids are able to access God knows what because because they grew up with the technology. I think they're going to be quite smart at using it. And even if parents want to regulate their usage, regulate what they're seeing, I think there's going to be a point where the kids are a lot smarter than the parents at navigating the phone. And they probably won't be able to monitor everything they, they're looking at. So I've talked a lot of statistics and research, but I'm kind of just trying to paint this overarching picture of how much social media has changed since I started using it in this nine or eight years, what did I say, of development, how it's skyrocketed, how consumption has skyrocketed, the type of content that's available is so much more diverse and more, you know, more tuned to knowing what we want to keep us hooked and that younger kids are being born nowadays uh given that phone straight away and you can't you can't fully blame the parents because even if you wanted to raise your child without in social media in that way they would go to kindergarten or go to school and they would be alienated from the peers by not having access to it so it's a very hard situation there I do get that but I just don't know how well it's going to go down for all these kids in 10 years a research paper essentially it says that yes social media can provide opportunities to improve mental health of the people that are using it by facilitating social connections and you know support from other people if you're feeling a bit like an outsider at school you know you're bound to find a community or someone you can relate to online but in contrast the study says that there are quite adverse effects linking to body image dissatisfaction risk of addiction and cyberbullying um and negatively affecting mood and if you're using it excessively you could be at risk of increased loneliness fear of missing out (laughs) a bit of fomo and decreased subjective well-being and life satisfaction and i think that's because you may be seeing social media influencers or content creators or whatnot online living this high life and you just become dissatisfied with yours and it doesn't look that glamorous when at the end of the day social media is curated to an extent in summary there's positives and there's negatives it just depends on how you use it I've talked about all these different facets of mental health and social media and just social media development in general. And I think it comes down to how we use them, intentions and mindfulness. You know, maybe sticking to that screen time limit you put on an app. Maybe deleting an app for a bit if you feel like it's not helping you. And just being very aware of how it's making you feel. And this can be so hard with social media because it's designed to keep you hooked. The algorithm algorithm is designed to keep you listening, watching, whatnot. It's so hard to snap out of it and become aware. But this is your little reminder on this podcast that maybe just evaluate what social media is doing for you and who are you without it and that sounds really deep and philosophical but it's something I'm going to think about really over the next week I'm thinking of you know taking a solid break from social media when I'm referring to this I'm referring to the social media page that I have where I'm posting quite frequently 
I think that content that I'm consuming is a lot different to just like seeing on Instagram what my friends are posting and up to like what travels are on that's that's serving me in a great way I don't know recently it's I'm just thinking about it all the time and there comes a point where I'm like what original thoughts am I having lately like they all just seems to be seem to be fueled and inspired by social media and I think I just need to take a little break get back to my roots and see what I really want for a second there and I still do I want to you know use social media for good I want to build these communities and clubs that have kind of soft launched um and I will talk about the book club in a second use it so that people can find out about that make a living out of it but at the same time it's a draining job and it's not even a job for me but I'm just as I said thinking about all the time and just being fed so many people's opinions and consuming so many different content that is just exhausting and I don't think long term that that is sustainable so it's quite this weird time I'm going through because it's I really enjoy creating but then I'm tired and I just want to think and live my every day without always in the back of my mind thinking about this opportunity for a good reel that would make a good video for a clip in a reel and just being able to take a photo for the sake of taking a photo not constantly be thinking about you know what thing what trending sound to use to make this get the next views and all those stuff behind the scenes for me for my intention and mindfulness moment in regards to social media is actually to take a step back for a bit and yeah continue doing this podcast obviously because I love having a little chit chat and yeah I recently launched a book club so I launched a book club I've always been a massive reader nerd all throughout like end of primary school all of high school I would be that kid that go to the library in the morning when everyone's outside playing I used to have like a book Instagram and I used to like film booktube videos like that was my level of dedication so it's always been something I'm passionate about and now I just want to involve other people you know so we can have coffee shop meetups and whatnot but yeah I have a link at the moment in the bio of my Instagram even if I'm not posting on my Instagram the link's still going to be there essentially it's a WhatsApp link so it's kind of like Facebook Messenger but a bit more user-friendly I'll be posting and doing polls for the book of the month it's just one book a month I'm just going to chat about books and pics of books and do meetups if you're in southeast Queensland I'll be planning some cafe meetups if people are keen but yeah it's just a fun way to read things that you might not normally read to talk to other readers about your book just make some friends in general and make reading fun because I think some people think it's so fucking boring and it's not I promise it's not (laughs) and I think being around people that also like it will make it just even better but yeah so I've got a whatsapp group for that um currently linked to my instagram it's called book club and it's got like a little ghost emoji and eventually I think I'll link it on a different platform but for now you can find it there or yeah you can message me on that Instagram or whatever Instagram and I'll send you the link no worries but that's just my little plug for that my new passion project one thing I'm grateful for right now is my dog she's sitting here asleep she's actually awake now (laughs) and I just miss I just missed animals so much and I can't wait to have a dog in my life. They ground me. I love them so much. They're so sweet. That is all for today. That was such a long ramble, but 
main takeaway, just be intentional with your social media use. And if you feel like stepping back or deleting an app, but you might be, you know, a bit scared of missing out, creating a gap with your friends, you just put yourself first. And I think your friends will understand and you'll be able to communicate in different ways. But yeah, just do what's best for you. Really think about who are you without social media. I'll see you next week. Bye.